All right, August 4th, 2004. First day on the Trans-Siberian, uneventful, but nice to relax and reflect. Reading Missioners Hawaii, that missionary, Abner Hale, is psychotic. <laughs> we have passed through country with many deciduous trees and now through plains or grasslands, an area that yields much grain and has many Ukrainians, so my guidebook says. The towns are poor, many run-down looking wooden homes, but they all have large gardens with many yellow sunflowers. I'm sure they rely on the gardens for food in the winter. The train is not modern, but very clean, solid construction. Just stopped in a town where locals sell sausage, tomatoes and cucumbers, raspberries, and plastic cups, ice cream, flowers, and more and more to passengers. I didn't get anything, but those berries are looking good. The town had a pretty light blue green painted station with a silver Lenin statue in front. Vladivostok was much more hip and fresh than I had expected. The sun was out. It is surrounded by water uh, on two sides, has an in-town beach with a bronze statue of a naked woman in the water, a square that overlooks a narrow, um, shiny bay that still holds some of the Russian fleet, hills like, um, uh, I said hills like SI, I don't know, um, Buildings with uh, character, a street with um, speakers that play music all day, and with hip cafes and gorgeous beauties, all dressed up in high heels, miniskirts, and western dress. Um, I would, whoops, I just remembered, never seen my... Leopard skin pink. I, I just remembered. Never seen so many leopard skin print dresses, shirts, and blouses. <laughs> I would have liked to have uh, hang out and had a beer or two. Looked like everyone else um, would do that. Um, very Western Europe feel. Um, surprised that 99% was uh, Russian since it is the Far East. A few more words I remembered are uh, chut chut, um, a little, and uh, camory, mosquito. Been quite reflective today. Feel like I'm getting some wisdom. Not as judgmental anymore. And not as prideful. Just seen too much and learned more about myself. And I would, I would guess. Oh, more about myself and the world, I guess. Learning to be more open to ideas in discussion. Not as argumentative. Uh, will ask more questions rather than state in discussion. Anyway, one... Um, one something last night, um, 
but more today. Um, all this vodka, but no drinking partner. I'm a cum. I'm something more because each night they give you a small bottle of something. Um, I have no idea what I wrote. Uh, also, so. Also, not so serious. I've been quite a serious young man. Wow. I uh, Note, I guess um, <laughs> this is deep thoughts on a train. <laughs> um, two more nights on the train. Um, bumpy. Just remember, never... Oh, right. Okay. Oh, and Russians also say beer without vodka is a waste of beer. <laughs> August 5th. Not much doing today. Landscape was mostly pine and a lot of birch. Going through the heart of Siberia. Stopped in a few towns. Got raspberries and a crepe from the platform sellers. Towns are mostly all wooden homes with big gardens. One town had a lot of satellite dishes. Now in what was gold country, green grassy hills with some birch forest, hills that look like California, some cows and horses too, coming up on a town that uh, that while in middle of Siberia had some rich homes because of the gold. Still uh, no one in my berth. Having dinner uh, and at last I'm not the only one like last night. Just opposite me are six drunk Russians. Four girls and two guys. Others in here look to be Chinese um, or native. Uh, August 6th through August 8th. On the train. Passed through Ulan Udar. Bigger than Ulan Batar, but not as nice. Many pines on this day. The thin pines, like Mongolia, and also the ones like in the U.S., uh, longer needles, more bushy. Still a lot of birch. Notice in all these cities that mostly Russian, just a few of the natives, uh, buyats they're called, B-U-Y-A-T-S, Saw by call today, and what a sight. We rode along the shore for about three hours. It's the same blue as Tahoe, but bigger. Looking at it long, uh, longwise, or something, can't begin to see the whole thing. In my cabin from right to left. It was one blue horizon on the right to one on the left. Endless blue plain of water. Very pretty. The mountains are not quite as high or as rugged as Tahoe. Trees don't go down to the water either. Many locals or tourists camped along the shore for the day or longer. From the station in Irkutsk, I got a taxi and tried to find the travel agency that was holding the rest of my train tickets. Russia, uh, the toughest place to travel because of the language barrier. Fewest English speakers I have met yet. We are passing all these apartment blocks going out of town, and I'm thinking this is not right. We get to the address, and it is one of these old, run-down Soviet apartment blocks Tributes of crumbling concrete and everyone lives in them. And tributes of 
crumbling concrete and rusting steel, and everyone lives in them. The apartment number is the one at the top, almost six flights up. Each um, uh, floor has holes in the concrete. You can see all the way to the bottom when you're walking up the stairs. Get to the nondescript apartment door, no sign, nothing, ring the bell, and sure enough, this guy is running a travel agency out of here. He has four girls in there, each with a computer and new flat screen monitor. Crazy, something like out of a James Bond or secret little high-tech den. Got my tickets and then off to find a hotel and then to the bus station to find tickets to uh, Olkhon Island, O-L-K-H-O-N Island. <coughs> the cab driver from the bus station to the hotel was a tough kid and made a point of driving like a maniac to scare me. I get the feeling this is a tough place. No one looks healthy here. Not a good look in the eyes. Uh, a little dirty and look about 10 years older than their age. Many wooden homes run down used to look nice with painted and ornamental carved shutters, but not painted anymore and run down. Next day, minivan it out to Olkhan Island. And a uh, tiny city, uh, Kuzir, K-H-U-Z-H-I-R. It is very small and filled with rundown wood plank and log cabins. I met two uh, German guys on the bus, and they led me to this really funky hippie-type homestay hostel called Nikita's, <laughs> like the Elton John song. Nikita is this blonde, shy Russian who runs the place along with five to six cute girls who serve the meals and are always asking at what time you would like your next meal. <laughs> it has an outdoor eating area with a wood-carved uh, arch that has carved pillars of faces and bunkhouses surrounding it. No room, so we have our own cabin down the road. The coastline is beautiful here, and we went for a dip. Very clear and about as cold as Tahoe. Met an Englishman, Matthew, and had a drink at the local bar. Many uh, B-U-Y-A-T-S, Barats, and Russians uh, getting along about 50-50. Nothing doing today. Cold and windy. Waiting the day out. Might go for a walk. But no um, pants because washed them yesterday and they're still drying. <laughs> so, thoughts on the Trans-Siberian. Um, I don't know how I got the idea to do this, but um sounded like a great thing to do. And it, it dovetailed nicely with um, the Kamchatka and you know seeing the bears and all that. And um, so the plan was to get on the train in uh, Vladivostok, the eastern end of the uh, the western, uh, uh, I should say, the eastern terminus of the uh, Trans-Siberian, and train it all the way to St. Petersburg. And um, so that's what I did. So I remember going to Vladivostok, flying there from Vladivostok, uh, from uh, Petropavlovsk, Kamchaki. Um, and I remember uh, on the flight, like this white, this mom and daughter, like a, a seat in front of me drinking vodka at like seven in the morning. <laughs> and um, anyway, Vladivostok, like I said, was pretty cool. It was pretty happening. 
And it's it's just strange because it's the Far East, you know, you're close to China and everything in Mongolia, and yet everybody was Russian. And um, and I do remember um, um, gypsies there too, by the way, like you know Roma, uh, which was odd, but. Um, but yeah, they had a nice beach. They had a nice bay. They were surrounded by water. There was like a harbor where they had a bunch of the Russian uh, ships there. And they uh, and then they had on one side, they had like a nice little beach where everybody was, um, you know, hanging out in the water. And they had this like cool bronze statue in the water that all the kids would would climb on and everything. And um, I would have liked to have hung out there, you know, like I said, but I... Um, I was getting on the train that day, and so I just went around um, and bought some supplies like chocolates and and uh, crackers. I you know I had no idea uh, what I would need. Um, you know I just had my backpack and all that. And um, yeah, the trains were uh, old. You could tell probably built in the I don't know the '60s something like that. Um, but nice. And I had my you know I had a berth. And for the first few days, I, I didn't, I was all by myself, you know, a sleeping berth. And um, there was always, there were um, conductors or, you know, it was a woman or a man. And they had like, every car had like a little, um, kind of like you see in an airplane at the end where they prepare the uh, food. You know, they would prepare tea or coffee or whatever, a little stove and whatnot. But you would spend your day just looking out the window. And in a way, you know, watching the scenery go by and it was basically birch and grass and you'd pass these little towns, these wood, wood, small little log cabins or wood houses with little small gardens and like I said, sunflowers and um, you would get off at these stops and and just uh, there'd be locals there selling people stuff like berries and little, uh, uh, you know, uh, baked goods and um you know, filled with meat, um, perushkas or whatever those are called. And, um, and I noticed that, you know, and you would see, um, families, you know, putting someone on the train saying goodbye. And you could see that the Russians were very emotional. You saw a lot of crying at these stations. You'd see the moms, you know, crying as their loved one was departing. It it was kind of touching. Um, and, um, but a lot of time to think, and, you know, obviously I was pretty introspective there. And, um, by the way, I, I, geez, I haven't learned my lessons. I'm still too argumentative and, and opinionated, but um, I blame that on Donald Trump but and the dumbasses that voted for him. But there you have it. So there, there, there I really haven't really changed that much, I guess. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, so it was a lot of just looking out the window and reading. And But they also had a dining car, and that was like the social hub of the train. And it wasn't that social, but you would in, you would um, meet people there. And Russians, if you went into the dining car and there were a couple Russians sitting together, they would oftentimes invite you to join them. And it would lead to uh, drinking vodka. <laughs> so I think that happened once or twice, not not a ton. Um, but uh, you know, I remember at these train stations, a lot of statues of Lenin pointing the way, and. Um, so then I trained it all the way to Irkutsk, which is the the um, city near Vladivostok, or excuse me, near Lake Baikal. And Lake Baikal is like the world's fourth largest freshwater lake, or something like that. And it is a sight to see. It's just you know big and blue, and um, 
And Irkutsk itself is a pretty big city. It's like a million plus or something. And, um, you know, driving out with that taxi driver to these apartment complexes on the outskirts to get my train tickets for the rest of my trip, because that's how I arranged it. I had to, you have to buy the tickets in Russia. Um, so that was, you know, that was weird. Like, you know, just thinking, where are we going? You know, and, and this can't possibly be right. And then you walk up the flight of stairs in this old crumbling building. You could literally see, you know, the holes in the in the floor and the stairs. You'd look down all the way to the bottom and you get to the top floor and there's like this modern, you know, travel agency with computers and everything. It was just so weird. Um, but yeah, then, then went out to this little part of um, Lake Baikal. There's a little island there and you take a little um, ferry and they had a little youth hostel and I met a few guys there. And, um, uh, you know, we would go on tours just to go to different parts of the, uh, the island and get different views of the lake. And we would take hikes, did a couple of really cool hikes, and we'd hang out at the beach. And, and I really remember some very pretty sunsets at the beach. And, um, and I remember on one of these tours, there was like a, uh, you know, you hear about um, the gulags, you know, they'd send you to the gulag if you were bad in Russia. There was a gulag there, former one, like a ghost town. So we saw that. And it was like a, you know, I think get the sense for all these gulags. They actually, like here in prisons, you know, you know, they make the inmates produce stuff like license plates or whatever. You know, there it was canning fish. And these, if I remember correctly, the people at this gulag were from like a particular part of the Soviet Union, like, you know, Ukrainians who behaved badly or something like that. And also, you know, going on the train, it was kind of interesting. You would pass through different regions, you know, like that area with the Ukrainians or which is kind of odd that there'd be Ukrainians that far east um, or a gold mining area. You know, who knew that there was a gold rush in that part of the world, you know, and they had like some nice homes there because of it, you know. All the same stuff you see here, just parallel universe. And, you know, I do remember some I mentioned there about the natives. And so you would see like sort of Mongolian native looking people. And they're oftentimes mixed with the Russians. Um, and I remember one time at one uh, roadside thing when I took a little tour, um, you know, some natives were selling stuff on the road, you know, and just just really beautiful people. Um that's just not something you think about of like Native Americans, Native, you know, Native Russians, kind of same, same concept, I guess. Um, yeah, so just random stream of consciousness on um, uh, what I saw in uh, on the train. And that was about halfway through my trip. I think the train was about six to seven nights total. And so I think by the time I got to Irkutsk, it was probably like, you know, three or four nights. And it was a nice little break. Um, you know, and it's cool looking at Irkutsk, too. Uh, if I remember right, they had like a little trolley, you know, 1950s era. They had some wood homes with some very interesting carvings, you know, like kind of like Victorian houses a little bit, but um, run down. And, um, uh, and I remember I met this guy and he was like in a youth hostel and like the, the, the you know, 50, 60 year old uh, proprietor woman like came down and slept with him at night, you know, and he was... <laughs> He was like complaining about it, and I was thinking, "Where is that youth hostel?" <laughs> anyway, um, random thoughts, but uh, we'll pick it back up on the second half of my train trip.